Welcome to the C2C Podcast. I am your host, Derek Anderson. After holding my first event in 2010, I went on to create Startup Grind, a 400-chapter community based in over 100 countries. Along the way, I discovered the greatest marketing tool of all time, your customers. Yet, I couldn't find anyone sharing how to build a community where people could experience your brand in person or at scale. On this show, we talk with the brightest minds and companies on the planet about how to build customer-to-customer marketing strategies and create in-person experiences for your brand and customers before your competitor does. John Fry from the Babe team here, and I am so excited to announce our next guest, Jenny Goodman. Now, Jenny is a community manager over at underscore VC. And this episode is special because we talk about how to create a highly curated and a high quality community. It doesn't have to be super large to have an impact. In fact, she mentioned in the episode that because of the community, they've been able to supply the VC firm with deal flow from people who are members of the community. We also talked about, you know, the different events they did, what types are working, what aren't, and so, so much more. Without further ado, please enjoy the show. So Underscore VC is a venture capital firm. We are located in Boston, Massachusetts, and we primarily concentrate in cloud and SaaS companies, but we're really founder first. We really believe that the founders make the company and really want to concentrate on bringing the best people into our fund, whether that's someone that's working on a company in blockchain or crypto, AI, ML, serverless, e-commerce, et cetera. But what's really exciting when I think one of the reasons you have me on here, the reason you have me on here is we are all about community. When we talk about underscore VC, we talk about community and we're actually created to surround ourselves with the Boston ecosystem and with what we call our core community. And so tell me what that means exactly. How, how do you surround yourself? What do you do to support Boston? Sure. So we truly believe that it takes a community to build a company. And so the underscore core community, that's what we call our community, is really created out of Boston's best thought leaders, experts and entrepreneurs really aligned by, you know, different domains, stages and functions. So as companies grow from, you know, we support C to series A and when they grow from those and beyond, they really need a different support group in every step of the way. So for example, imagine you're building a blockchain company. When you've raised your first say $1 million, you need a different group that surrounds you and supports you. You may need a different sales leader, you know, when you have your first few customers than when you're growing into having, you know, 30 customers. So we support you with this community through the different steps and different series. So it's really, you know, we're really looking to make sure that you're surrounded by the best people because no matter how many investors we had on our team, it can never really be enough to fulfill all the different things that you need as a company. You know, we talk to a lot of communities about sort of going global or going national or, you know, going in from a location standpoint, like just doing so much more. And I think it's really interesting and really unique that Underscore has sort of stayed true to this idea of like, look, we're, we're, we know what we're great at and where we want to be great. And that's really helping entrepreneurs and founders in Boston. Has it been hard to times to, to not 
I know you do fun things outside of Boston, but has it been hard to keep that restraint on it or has that been liberating or has it been just, you know, somewhere in between? How, how has it felt to just to say like, you know what, we're just going to be great in Boston and service people here? Yeah. So it again comes back to the community and our network. Our network is really based in Boston. The best schools are in Boston, the best hospitals. Truly, we think some of the, like, the best talent is here and the best companies are coming out of here. So we have this, you know, our core community that's based out of Boston. And these serve as, you know, advisors and mentors to the companies that we invest in. So it really makes sense to have them located in the same location. And these mentors and advisors are able to be the most helpful because the network is here. So it's actually, we decided for the second fund was really when we decided to call ourselves Boston Biased. And as of now, I think it's 80% of our capital has been invested in companies that are based out of Boston. And, you know, the idea or the goal would be companies actually moving to Boston to be able to work with us. So community is really important to your model. So let's dig into the details. First, talk to us a little bit about what overall metrics and measurements do does the firm look at from a standpoint of this is where we want to invest and grow community? What what types of just quantitative numbers or even programs do you look at that move the needle? Sure. So things that really move the needle are more quality, I would say, than quantity. A players bring A players, right? So who are the best executives? Who are the biggest thought leaders in the areas that we concentrate in that we could get to bring in our community that can not only you know help the startups that are in our portfolio, but could actually also be future future talent for our portfolio companies. When companies come to us, you know, obviously looking for capital, but besides capital, the top things that companies are looking for are growing companies is that talent. So by bringing in community together, how could the potential talent, you know, help grow the company and potentially even be future hires? So for us, we really look towards, I would say, engagement as in, okay, who's so excited to be with us that they also bring additional people into our community. So that's a big metric that we look for is being recommended by other executives that want to then join the underscore core and are excited to work with our companies. And then also just finding talent as well, going back to that, you know, who is being told, oh, you need to go to underscore because they have the top companies and you'd want to apply to work there. And then also just recommending, you know, investment opportunities to us as well. I know you host dozens of events, roundtables, workshops. Tell us what you've learned from that, what's worked, what hasn't worked, and what are you sort of investing in in 2019? Yeah, so it's a very good question. I like to experiment, but it's always good to find when you know something that works. So in previous roles where I've had, it's been more about quantity, right? You want to have the most people there. Something that I've been finding really interesting and also sometimes very difficult is how do you have like a core group of very high quality people, say eight to 12 people around a table that could actually have like a meaningful discussion together? They walk away being like, wow, I learned something. This is something that I could bring back to my company and I want to meet with these people again. And that's not always when you're with a group of 50 people. It's when you're with that really, I would say almost like peer group. So we found that having these like peer-to-peer dinners 
have been incredibly valuable. What's difficult about that is really trying to find people that are potentially on the same level, right? So if you're an executive, sometimes you want to meet with people that are, you know, a few years below you to serve as like mentors for them. But sometimes you really want to meet with people that are potentially experiencing the same problems as you. So how do we make sure that we're very much curating these events? So it's people that are in the same room that really want to be having meaningful discussions. So example, we'll have a dinner for sales leaders because they're able to, you know, have these discussions that are potentially going through the same things and having like meaty conversations. But then they also want to only not only network with potentially sales leaders, but who else do they work with on a day-to-day basis, right? So they're also probably wanting to talk to marketing leaders from other companies. So what we've done is having events that are kind of in tangent with each other, where we'll have different dinner discussions for these key leaders and their functions, but then coming together for networking opportunities as well. So we have events throughout the year for that. And then we have in October of the year, when all of our community comes together is what we call our core summit. And last year, we had over 500 members of our core community come to that. And it's a half day of networking and talks and, you know, really being able to come together and discuss software, the future, etc. And I wonder, like, is your going really deep with very high quality individuals, like, do you have sort of metrics of keeping them happy or keeping them engaged or tracking them? Like, how do you manage that process with a a sort of smaller, generally speaking, smaller group of people, but wanting to go really, really deep with those people? What, What do you do? Like, how do you logistically just deal with that? And then sort of how do you think about, you know, taking them on your sort of customer journey of, you know, community success? Sure. So this may be what you asked for, maybe not, but I'm going to say it anyway. So we've had two main programs that really have emerged out of, you know, the bigger underscore core, and they're called core partners and core syndicates. So we've broken them down. So we have the bigger core, which is kind of we have like hundreds of people in our core. So people that are helping us, you know, invest, helping our source, helping us with our companies, us giving back to them. But we also have these core partners who we actually align to our portfolio companies based off of these entrepreneurs' needs. So our entrepreneurs actually select these core members or even out fo- folks outside of the core as mentors through their journey. And in return, these core partners actually receive shares from us. Um, and they actually sit at the top of the cap table on underscores dime. So when we say we are fully community, we actually give, you know, part of our shares back to our community in order for them to help our companies. And then we also have what we call our core syndicate of just regular people as well that are from our core that actually get to invest alongside us. So they'll invest their own money, but it will be on the same terms as underscores. So they actually go on top of our cap table. So we have like more dedicated programs for certain individuals as well well, that even want to dive even deeper. Awesome. You've been doing community for a long time. And how do you see sort of the way that these things are progressing or the way that your experience with uh, these you know, influencers in Boston, essentially, and entrepreneurs in Boston, how has it changed from as it's been happening over the last few years going into the future? How do you see things 
changing? Does it happen more? Does it happen less? Does it happen in the same way, different ways? Like where are you seeing sort of the overall trends going for, for the community work that you're doing? Yeah, I think what's really exciting is like when you have events, there's only so many events you could do a year, right? There's only a certain amount of network you could do, whether it's based on budget or time, availability, whatever. But something that I think is really exciting is just thinking about like community as a 365, like living and breathing thing. So yes, there's events that happen in person, but then also you gather in communities online. So whether it be having these Slack communities or Google groups or, you know, LinkedIn, like how do you create this type of community that's able to function all the time and like kind of without you as well? So how do you create like self-sustaining groups which I think is incredibly exciting. And that's one of the things that I'm excited to be working on, you know, through underscore as well in like our community, making sure that these groups are doing things that they want to be doing. They're actually running themselves based upon their own agenda, based upon their time frame, picking out themselves who wants to attend these things. And we're not really running it for them, but we get to kind of be the ones that are getting to still see what's happening, but they're deciding what they want out of these groups. Yeah, and it seems like underscore, which is not dissimilar, uh, at least how it appears publicly on the website to many other venture capital firms, there's just not a lot of people inside of the firm. There's there's a, there's some investors and there are some operators, but it's not like this huge staff of 50 people or something. So it seems like that's probably the only way that you're going to be able to continue to grow or to keep up is if you if you sort of galvanize the local people in the community already, empower them per se, and um, and get them sort of working with you to self-organize or sort of take care of some of these needs on their own because you can only do so much. I, that's sort of the read anyways. Is that right? Exactly. And like, even if we did have 50 people, right? Like there's only so many people you know, you need those like other extensions to find companies and find, you know, the best founders in Boston for us. Like we... Any, any entrepreneur or any individual really can't do it all. And so you need, you really need that community in order to thrive. And I think really the next wave of investing is in this community model. Do you have like a, a ideal customer or target for somebody that you look for either to, to get involved deeper or to just to attend the events? Like, do you, do you have customer profiles on people or do you not think of it that way? Do you think about it in a different way? Yeah. So I think that's a really interesting question. We think of it, we kind of align our core community based upon domain, stage, and function. So we want, you know, to work with the best people in their domain. So, you know, the best people that are working in crypto, that are working in serverless, e-commerce, commerce, et cetera. And then it's like, who is the most knowledgeable in, you know, their function, who's the most knowledgeable in marketing, sales, customer success, et cetera. And then, you know, also then that goes for stage. So series A, series B, and those people are kind of all mixed and all over and trying to find, you know, that breakdown from there. Cause it's very important that it's all very different because you need different people during every stage of your journey as a founder. One question that I have for you as we start to wrap up is, I know you said at the beginning that community was really at the core of Underscore VC's model. And I wonder if Underscore didn't have any community participation, didn't have any community programs, and 
didn't engage in this way, what would underscore look like or be without community? Well, I wouldn't be there and that would just be a shame. (laughs) Why would they exist? I think it's honestly like maybe 75 to 80% of our portfolio has not been found by investors at underscore. It's been found by our community. So we really rely heavily on our community to bring us the best companies. And not only that, but like to help the companies grow as well. We've been able to give, you know, our portfolio companies, advisors and experts from our core community, people that they're really looking for, that as an investor and invest, you know, that's our full-time job. We have to give other members of the community and find other people that can help them, you know, that have more expertise on subject matters that we may not. So finding those subject matter experts and those thought leaders have truly helped, you know, grow these companies and help these founders in ways that we couldn't. So by we've had, um, like we have, we've been told by, you know, our portfolio companies, some of them that like knowing our community and knowing the quality of the community is one of the reasons why they chose us as their investors. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave a review wherever you listen to this. If you'd like to see more about how to create your own event community, go to bevylabs.com slash pod. Again, that's B-E-V-Y-L-A-B-S dot com slash pod. Pod.